0: Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 3rd. I'm Duarte Geraldino,
1: And I'm Shamitha Basu. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them.
0: The COVID-19 landscape in the U.S. is changing in two important ways, and this is raising new questions about how soon we can get a handle on the pandemic Here's President Biden on the first development. We're now on track to have enough vaccine supply for every adult in America by the end of May.
1: That faster vaccine timeline is possible in part because of an unusual partnership. Merck will help make doses of the vaccine from its rival, Johnson & Johnson. Now for the other big COVID development. This one's happening at the state level. Here's Texas Governor Greg Abbott.
0: COVID has not, like, suddenly disappeared. COVID still exists in Texas, in the United States, and across the globe. But it is clear from the recoveries, from the vaccinations, from the reduced hospitalizations, and from the safe practices that Texans are using, that state mandates are no longer needed.
1: And with that, he said the state's mask mandate was over and all Texas businesses can reopen next week. Mississippi also moved to drop restrictions.
0: CNN explains there's tension between the U.S. federal government and states. The CDC is warning against relaxing restrictions too soon, reopen too fast, and infections could spike again. That could erase the gains we're making as more people get vaccinated.
1: But these moves happening at the state level are a reminder that the pandemic isn't just a health problem. It's an economic one, too, with political impact. Governors are under pressure from people who say they need these lockdowns to be over. They've lost their jobs and they want the economy to reopen again so that they can find work.
0: This tension between solving the medical and economic problems may be what defines the next phase of the pandemic and how many more lives it takes.
1: Many Texans are still feeling the pain of the deep freeze that blew through the region two weeks ago. They still don't have clean water. And it's not just Texas. Hundreds of thousands of people have had water problems, from Oklahoma to Mississippi. Vox looks at how extreme weather impacts our water supply. And why this issue is much bigger than a one-off cold snap.
0: When temperatures dip below freezing, many Texans open their faucets for a steady drip to prevent the pipes from clogging with ice. When people do this on a large enough scale, water pressure drops and conditions at water treatment plants are all of a sudden ripe for the growth of dangerous bacteria. Plus, for some homeowners, their pipes ended up bursting anyway and their homes flooded.
1: That's pretty much what happened to one woman in Texas that Vox profiled. She's 73 years old, and she's going on two weeks without running water. Her pipes burst during the storm. Vox caught up with her in the parking lot of a hardware store. She's looking for parts to get her water running again. And she said to do things like cook and flush the toilet in her house, she's been relying on water hauled from the local church, bucket by bucket.
0: Extreme weather events can damage water systems in many parts of the US. Just look at the West Coast fires. After the 2018 wildfires in Northern California, 40,000 people were under a boil water order. According to Vox, some communities found lingering carcinogens that made their water undrinkable for over a half year. Infrastructure experts argue extreme weather and the shocks they cause are serious. And to be prepared, our water systems need more work.
1: Panic buttons, armed guards, kill switches, state-of-the-art tracking technology. It sounds like I'm describing a spy movie, but I'm not. I'm describing how COVID-19 vaccines are being protected as they're transported around the world. Bloomberg Businessweek has the story about the serious steps that some freight companies are taking to keep criminals from stealing vaccines.
0: According to this report, Thieves steal stuff worth $40 billion a year from shippers. Vaccines and medicines are popular targets. COVID vaccines are being listed on the dark web for as much as $200 a dose.
1: Now, the thing with the vaccines is that because many of them have to be stored at precise temperatures, if even some of a shipment is tampered with, it could ruin the entire batch. Tens of millions of dollars can be at risk in a single shipment. So global freight carriers are implementing serious security measures.
0: The pictures in this story show guards with huge guns. We're talking about people with decades of experience protecting cargo. The trucks are equipped with digital locks that can only be opened remotely. And GPS trackers that know when and where a truck driver takes a break and for how long. And get this. Undercover police escorts follow the shipments to stop possible hijackers from blowing up the backs of trucks while they drive down the highway. And if that sounds like overkill, Bloomberg is reporting Eastern European gangs have been known to attack trucks in this way.
1: minute to just think about some of the phrases that have become totally common for us one year into the pandemic. We're always talking about social distancing, PPE. Honestly, I'm having a hard time coming up with a longer list, but the fact is that Germans have come up with so, so many new, specific words to describe pandemic life.
0: We ain't got nothing on the Germans. (laughs) They're not just making sure they wear a mask. They gotta have their Altasmaske By the way, my German is just horrible, so forgive me. (laughs) Now, that word, "Altasmaske," it means everyday mask. Or maybe instead, they'll throw on their Geschichtskondom. That's another word for protective face covering. But if you throw that word into Google Translate, you get face condom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I might have guessed that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If if you want something cuter, you can reach for your uh, Schnootenpulli, which literally means snout sweater. Aww.
1: Yeah, the Washington Post is reporting that there are more than 1,200 new words to help Germans navigate and talk about this moment.
0: One of the linguists that the Post talks to says, there's nothing in decades that's changed German vocabulary so much and so quickly as the coronavirus.
1: Yeah, and if you look through this list, it's like each word captures a concept that's so specific and just so perfect. Like, take the word Fusgrus. That literally means foot greeting. And that's the thing where, you know, since we can't shake hands, you kind of bump shoes instead.
0: I'm going to offer somebody a full school's.
1: (laughs) Can't wait to (laughs) full school's with you, Duarte, when we finally meet.
0: You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app.
1: And while you're there, check out some of our audio stories.
0: We'll talk with you again tomorrow.